President Biden came out touting the successes of his economics, and it turns out that we got more than 70,000 more jobs than was expected. I think it was something like 253,000 jobs. Made him very happy. And then he went completely appropriately to lambaste Republicans for what they were attempting to do with the uh, ceiling, the debt ceiling debate by putting it all on the backs of Americans after they've given away the, 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 the entire kit to the wealthies. Check this out, what the president had to say, and we'll then take it on the other side. So uh, this morning, uh, we got some good news from the jobs report. Um, we added 250,000 jobs last month. That's on top of the 12 million jobs we've already added just since we came in office a little over two years ago. Unemployment rate is at 3.4%, which is the lowest in 50 years. Black employment has hit a record low. And uh, the really good news is working age Americans are participating in the labor force at the highest rate in 15 years, not just since the pandemic, in 15 years. And the working age women are participating at the highest rate in 75 years. Inflation is now down 40% since last summer. It's come down the last nine months in a row. We obviously have more work to do, but we're trending in the right direction. And uh, I think we're making real progress. And we're doing it basically, which was the theme of everything we're internally working on, by investing in America. Say it again, investing in America. Matter of fact, the secretary and I were just talking about a project that uh, was taking place in another state. And uh, the reason that uh, we're having a significant investment in America, they said, well, we can't build this unless we, we go ahead and uh, contract out for a lot of work. She said, no, I'm not going to do that way. Well, guess what? They figured out how to do it in America at the right price, at the right time, at the right state. And uh, so we got a lot more work to do to make, uh, but we're making real progress. We've already attracted $470 billion in private sector commitments in manufacturing and clean energy technology. And, and we're bringing back the supply chain to the United States. I don't ever want to be in a position again where a major initiative that we have and a major element of our economy is dependent on a supply chain somewhere else in the world, particularly if it's not particularly friendly. And we're doing all this having reduced, having already in the first two years reduced the deficit by $1.7 trillion. That's occurred. That's happened. It's done. And the budget I proposed to, that we're going to, I proposed back on March 9, I think it was in the first couple of weeks of March, that budget, if it were to be passed, would cut the deficit another $3 trillion, $3 trillion over the next 10 years. Unfortunately, our, I won't say Republican because I think they're not, they're pretty well divided, but our MAGA Republicans in Congress are threatening to do all this progress by letting us, quote, default on the debt unless we agree to their demands. The two are totally unrelated. Whether you pay the debt or not doesn't have a damn thing to do with what your budget is, what your budget is. Where are you going to spend money? How are you going to raise the money? What are you going to cut? What are you going to... That's the, they're two separate issues, two. And let's get it straight. We're trying to hold the debt hostage to us to agree to some draconian cuts, magnificently difficult and damaging cuts. But I'll get into that in a little bit. But unfortunately, 
uh, they're threatening to undo uh, um, uh, undo all this progress by letting us default. Um, and uh, their budget that they promoted that it was attached to their debt ceiling increase. Um, but they tied them together now. I want to make that clear. You all know this, I know. But for the listeners, they've tied it together. They say we're not going to we're not going to increase the debt that every president has done for the last six million years here. Um, never hadn't done anything but that, unless you pass our budget as we're proposing. Now, their budget would put 21 million people at risk of losing Medicaid. It would cut federal law enforcement by 28,000 personnel, 28,000, FBI, DEA, et cetera. It would cut 100,000 teachers and support staff. It would cut 30 million, 30 million veterans health care visits. And I increased the VA budget because the veterans were in such difficult shape, having so much trouble getting appointments and the like. According to Moody's, not, not, not the Democratic Party, according to Moody's, their budget plan would eliminate 780,000 jobs. Say it again, it would eliminate 780,000 jobs, according to Moody's. And America's debt has accumulated over 200 years. And my predecessor, in the four years he was president, increased it by that total debt by 40 percent. Four years. Four years. Let's be clear. And by the way, even during that period, all the Republicans voted to, uh, the Republican Party voted to increase the debt limit, like the only responsible thing you could do. At any rate, let's be clear. This is no small part about paying our bills that we accumulated, that were accumulated not by me, not by my administration, but by former presidents and previous Congresses. I was in the Congress, so I voted for some of them as well, but I wasn't president. We're not a deadbeat nation. We pay our bills. And some of you cover a lot of foreign policy in other countries. You know this isn't becoming an issue in other countries. What's the United States going to do? Are they really fooling around with not paying their debts? And so, look, next week I'm going to uh, reiterate to congressional leaders that they should do what every other Congress has done. That is, pass the debt limit, avoid default. And as I've said all along, we can debate where to cut, how much to spend, how to finally move the tax system where everybody doesn't pay their fair share or continue the route they're on, but, under, but not under the threat of default. Let's have the normal arguments. That's why we have a budget process to debate and open so you all can see it and know exactly what it is that they want to spend the money on, what they want to cut it on, who pays taxes, who doesn't pay taxes, and us as well. We're ready for that debate. We're ready for that debate. We've made enormous progress over the past two years. And again, just today, reporting 250,000 new jobs. Just this last report. The last thing this country needs, after all we've been through, is a manufactured crisis. And that's what this is, a manufactured crisis. And that's what it is from beginning to end. It's a manufactured crisis driven by the MAGA Republicans in the Congress. Look, instead, we should be debating a vision of our country's future, their vision versus our vision. Totally legitimate. Totally legitimate. And it's legitimate the American people said we like their vision better than ours. But debate the vision 
And whether or not we're going to take our country backward is certainly not whether or not we're going to default on our debt. And I remind you that under the previous president, Republicans voted three times to increase the debt limit. Three times. No one's ever not voted to increase the debt limit. There's a lot to discuss today about our vision for the country. And in investing in America is the core of what we're all about, and to build our economy from the middle out and the bottom up. And I know it's not very appropriate for minds of many of our friends on the other side of the aisle, but decide what's a fair tax system. This is an awful thing to do. I don't really mean it, but I'd ask the question to raise your hand anybody thinks the tax system in America is fair. You know, okay? And maybe you don't like the way who we tax and how we tax. But this is about everybody beginning to pay their fair share from our standpoint. I understand the Republican position. This is about cutting taxes, more taxes for the wealthy. I get it. But we should have the debate in the open, not behind whether or not we're not going to discuss it, because if we do, we're not going to have the debt limit to be passed. Um, I guess the president is pretty happy with the results so far. Now, if we could just get the feds to stop increasing interest rates, meaning causing the, the working class to pay the bills of the entire country with that pain. No, a lot of people are not going to see it that way. But ultimately speaking, that is exactly how it is. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs>